0: Hi, I'm Vivian.
1: And I'm Jason.
0: And this is Burger of the Week.
1: Each week, we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and then we create a themed burger based on that episode. This week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 5, Hamburger Dinner Theater, It was written by Dan Fiebel and Rich Rinaldi, and it was directed by Wes Archer.
0: He worked on The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. He has a really long list on IMDb.
1: Cool. This episode aired February 20th, 2011.
0: We have a few voice actors to highlight this week. Toby Huss voiced The Robber. He also voiced Cotton Hill on King of the Hill, and he's done a lot of acting and voice acting over the years, so you've probably seen him before.
1: That's Hank's dad, right?
0: Yes, Yes. it's Hank's dad. Yes, his awful dad.
1: With no shins. We also have Sam Cedar, who played Fenton on Home Movies. Really, really recognizable voice. He plays uh, one of the cops.
0: Oh, okay. The blonde cop?
1: Yes, the blonde cop. Okay. The one with the very recognizable voice.
0: Yes, (laughs) quite (laughs) frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) But in a good way? I
1: don't sure, know. Sure. <laughs>
0: sure. The store next door this week was Synthesizers, Synthesizers, Synthesizers. Gene's
1: favorite store, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's like keeping that store afloat. Uh the exterminator van was Rats All Folks again. We had three burgers of the day this week. We had the Totally Radish Burger, which is a cute. It's a cute name. <laughs> we had the onion burger grilled to, to death. death. <laughs> And we had last of the mojikamas. I actually had to look that up. I had no idea what this was. Don't worry. (laughs) And I found an article called "Hikama is probably the most exciting vegetable you're not eating," and it described it as a savory apple.
1: It's like a root tuber type thing. I thought it was more like a yam or like a Mexican yam.
0: I guess the skin is sort of like bark, and you're just supposed to cut a part of it and then peel it off, oh, okay. not peel it with a vegetable peeler. Huh. And it's usually eaten raw or cooked very lightly. Really? So I'm guessing that this last of the mohikama burger would be, you know, just a regular beef patty Maybe with a probably slice. a slice or a couple okay. of slices yeah. of hikama. Interesting.
1: Yeah. And the other burger, of course, was murder. <laughs> so it's not really a burger.
0: But yeah. We'll still the, mention it. The burger of the day board seemed to be used more liberally
1: this episode. Yeah. A bit more. Yeah. A bit looser.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Linda goes to the dinner theater for a bachelorette party, much to Bob's dismay. The next day, Mort comes into the restaurant and encourages Linda to put on her own dinner theater at Bob's Burgers. Bob and Linda come to a compromise, and her mass murder mystery musical love story, Dreamatorium, will run for three nights. So Dreamatorium.
0: Dreamatorium. We know know the
1: Dreamatorium. Yeah. We're familiar with the Dreamatorium, as I'm sure many of our listeners are as well, if they're community fans.
0: Wait, what? Community?
1: Troy and Abed's Dreamatorium.
0: Oh my goodness, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I was so caught on crematorium.
1: <laughs> you know, dreamatorium. Right. Crematorium. I didn't even put that together. Seriously? I didn't put that together
0: at all. <laughs> that was the whole joke. That's the
1: whole joke.
0: Linda is great at puns too. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was so caught up in dreamatorium from community that I completely missed crematorium. No. Oh, wow, okay. I like that. Mm hmm.
0: So at the beginning of this episode, we get to see that Linda and Bob are on completely opposite sides as far as dinner theater goes. Totally opposite. Linda loves dinner theater and loves, you know, all the singing and Bob just can't stand it. He thinks it's kind of pathetic, I guess, is what I gathered from it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of sad. It's not really real theater in his mind.
1: And I don't think he likes what Linda... Turns into after she comes home from dinner theater. Mm -mm. He gets very annoyed very quickly.
0: Well, to be honest, that would annoy (laughs) me very much. I don't like sing-talking. If you have ever heard me talk about Les Mis, you have heard me complain a lot about how they sing-talk through that entire movie, and Jason is giving me a face right now (laughs) because he
1: loves Les Mis. Best musical ever.
0: I can't, I just can't with that musical. I just find it really annoying when people sing talks. So listening to all the little singing that Linda does in this flashback drove me up the wall. I was totally with Bob singing? there. No, it was annoying. Oh gosh. Which is funny because I love to make up stupid songs, but they're not sing talking songs and generally not short. And you love Linda. And I love Linda, but I can't I can't with sing talking. Didn't resonate
1: with you. Interesting. No. I did like that Bob would rather she go to the strip club than go to dinner theater. Mm -hmm. Pickles. Yeah, Pickles. That's a good name for a strip club. (laughs) Plink those those pennies in their G-strings.
0: Jason, what's the best strip club name you've ever heard?
1: The Black Hole.
0: Oh my god, that's (laughs) terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I only know of a couple strip clubs and the best name of those two is Fanny's.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's and pretty good.
0: It's it's not great, but it's, no. it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So Jason, would you be more of a Linda or more of a Bob as far as dinner theater goes?
1: I think I'm with Linda. Mm-hmm. I enjoy cheesy environment like that where you're kind of, you're eating and this thing is going on around you and you're kind of participating. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I've never actually done it. Oh no? Nope. But I think it'd be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I'm in the middle, I guess. I would like to go see dinner theater or just depend on what the show is and sort of what the reviews are. Mm -hmm. So if it's a good production, absolutely. Then I'll go. What if it was as bad as this one? If it was Dreamatorium, (laughs) I would not go. (laughs) Definitely not. That's fair. Yeah. But I love that Linda just unapologetically loves something so cheesy. She doesn't feel ashamed exactly. It's more she doesn't tell Bob because she knows he's going to bug her <laughs> yeah. about it. And he doesn't ban her from going. No,
1: and he, he he loves her so much that even when he asks her if she's going to be singing for the whole week afterwards and she says no yeah (laughs) (laughs) he starts laughing as she collapses onto the bed so it's so cute
0: and he's got this little smile on his face sort of like that's
1: my wife (laughs) yeah
0: like the annoying little things you do are kind of less annoying because i love you so much yeah exactly yeah it's really cute so after linda's seen the pirates of panache terrible terrible pun. Okay, we
1: know by now that everybody on this show loves puns. Yeah, I know. Loves them to death. And that's (laughs) part of the reason I love this show. And I'm sure you love the show as well because of the amazing puns.
0: Yes, that's true. So the next day, Bob is telling Linda, you know, that she's already living this great dream of running the restaurant and
1: Bob, that's your dream.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Bob, that's your dream. And he tends to have this attitude that his dream is everybody else's dream and should be satisfying for everyone else, Mm -hmm. especially his family. He does that often to Linda and he does it with his kids too. He kind of romanticizes the idea of running a restaurant and tries to get everybody else to buy into that idea, but they're just not. Yeah. Not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he does it in later episodes. It's sort of a a thing I notice. It's almost like he doesn't really realize that somebody else might not think of this as a dream life. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which is unbelievable for Bob. Yes. Who would not want to run this restaurant?
0: Exactly. And he says this really funny thing. He said, you get to feed the world. There was someone in here from Canada last week and we learned all about that country. So, Jason, did you know that we are kind of exotic? You know what? There are a few things that do surprise Americans about Canadians. I once talked about bagged milk on Twitter and people found that super weird because I guess they have gallons, so they have those big like plastic jugs. milk jugs. Yeah. They don't have them in bags.
1: This, do they have cartons?
0: Yes, they also have I guess. I think so. I think they have cartons as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Bag milk, that's That's a big, just a thing that we have. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they find our money bizarre and Personally, I love our money because I find American money really hard to differentiate between different... But that's so, it's different. so frustrating
1: to me because the currency is the exact same. Like, we all have pennies, or we did. We have dimes, nickels, quarters, and dollars.
0: Do they have, like, they do dollar have, coins? Did, and do they have $2 coins? They don't
1: have $2 coins, but they do have dollar coins. They're not... Oh. I don't think they're very normal in circulation, but I have seen a few.
0: Yeah, because loonies... $1 coins and toonies, $2 coins are super common here. You see them all the time.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I like that our money, depending on the denomination, I think that's right. Yeah. Depending on the denomination, if it's $5, $10, $20, you just have to look at the color of the you bill know immediately and you know what it is. Which is nice. There's none of this, oh man, I just accidentally gave someone a $50 bill when I thought it was a $1 bill. Exactly. And we don't have $1 bills because that just. Not anymore. That just seems weird to me. I find coins a lot easier for a dollar. Yeah. So, Jason, could you come up with a different name for Linda's show instead of Dreamatorium? Since clearly you did not realize that that was a pun for crematorium. Maybe it's not as clear. Can you come up with something else? Um. I came up with a couple.
1: I didn't realize that was a requirement for this episode. I I put all my creative juices towards the burgers of the week. Oh, okay. I see. that's where I lay my my foundation of my artistic (laughs) vision and view.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So let me hear yours.
0: (laughs) I only had two and they're not very good, but whatever. Let's go for it. I had embalming love. Which, if you've seen the rest of the show, is a play on electric love. So, embalming love, and I had toe-tag true love. Yep, they're both really bad.
1: Toe-tags for life.
0: (laughs) Toe-tags for love.
1: Mm, I like it.
0: Okay. Linda begins preparations for Dreamatorium by assigning tasks to her team and casting her children and Mort in her play. Bob refuses to join the cast, saying he needs to focus on cooking. On the night of their first show, Mort goes overboard, like excessively overboard, on the visual effects and ruins the play, as well as the appetite of the patrons. Linda insists that they continue with their schedule, and Tina wants to face her stage fright by saying, No, don't! in the next show.
1: Bob is very resentful.
0: In this episode, or in this scene in particular? In this
1: scene in particular, when... Linda asks him to be a part in the play. He says, no, because I'm going to be doing all the cooking myself. He's making a very big point to mention that he's going to be all alone doing all the hard work while everybody, what he thinks is goofing around and just being silly.
0: I don't know. I kind of sympathize with him. I would be a little bit frustrated if I was left to do everything like run the restaurant itself but oh, alone
1: 100 percent, right there so
0: if linda had cast some of her friends that she had gone out with instead of the kids then bob still would have had someone to help mm-hmm. but him having to do everything by himself would be frustrating yeah. at least i think
1: his resentment is justified mm-hmm. yes
0: he's a little bit snarky about it
1: <laughs> he certainly is
0: he could be a little more direct. And but... throughout
1: the whole episode until the end, yeah. he still is pretty snarky and a little bit Oh yeah a little bit aggressive. But justifiably so I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I understand it anyway.
1: Alright. So the second showing of Dreamatorium bombs until a stranger robs the restaurant and patrons misinterpret the robbery as a twist ending. The robber gets caught up in the show singing a short duet with Linda before running away.
0: So one of the patrons says, no, it's a lie. A lie is not a twist. When Linda reveals that she was the murderer all along. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Have you ever watched a movie or read a story where something was outright stated and then was used as a twist?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like
0: outright stated as, oh, well, I'm not the murderer. And then the twist ending is, no, I totally was a murderer.
1: For sure. That happens very often in these Hollywood movies that are known as twist endings. Can you think of
0: any specific examples?
1: I can think of a few right off the top of my head. Um, I'm sure most people have seen Fight Club. And immediately you're you're seeing two people. So the viewer is being told that there are two people. When that's an outright lie. There are not two people. Tyler Durden does not exist.
0: True. But we also know that the narrator who I believe never goes named or goes unnamed, you know that he might not be a reliable narrator because he's clearly in the midst of what seems like insomnia. Not only that, but it seems like a bit of a nervous breakdown too. Mm -hmm. Like things are going really badly in his life. So I don't think it's an outright lie. I wouldn't consider that one because if he if he said something in the movie like, hey, don't worry, I'm totally not imagining this guy. And then at the end, they said, oh, but (laughs) by the way, I totally was imagining this guy. Mm -hmm. Then that's an outright lie. It would be kind of like if in the sixth sense, at one point, Bruce Willis's character said, hey, guys, I'm not dead or I'm still alive now and I have not been shot. And then at the end, you find that out. That's just a lie. Mm-hmm. Which is what this woman is commenting on, right?
1: Because Linda true. said,
0: well, yeah. hint, it's not me. Yeah, I'm not the murderer. And that's but a she lie. Is.
1: Yeah. And that is just an outright lie.
0: Mm-hmm. But then later, we see Linda um, say a lie can be a twist when the robber pulls out a gun after he said, oh, my gun was in my car and it was fake. And he ends up pulling out a real gun. Do you think that twist worked? Or do you think it was a twist?
1: I don't think it was a twist at all. No? No. I just think he was lying. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see it as a twist. Oh, what a surprise! This robber and guy who breaks the law is actually lying. What a shock.
0: Yeah, exactly. We already <laughs> know that he is an unsavory He's a criminal. Yeah.
1: He's gonna do... Criminal bad. things. Yeah, exactly.
0: I, it was more surprising to see him walk into the restaurant the next day. I didn't yeah. expect him to come back.
1: I that thought was, that was a really that was good.
0: hilarious addition. So,
1: I caught that show last night.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, really, did you? <laughs> just the end though? Yeah,
1: just the <laughs> end. So, Teddy. <laughs> Another fantastic Teddy moment.
0: Oh my goodness. I love that Teddy's kind of oblivious. I love Teddy. It would
1: drive me insane in real life. Absolutely insane. Shut up. Just stop talking. Oh, no. Oh, the- my God. Just be quiet. <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> Just shut your mouth. That for Bob is a little a little aggressive. I know he's getting very frustrated, but him saying shut your mouth seemed a little, a little too angry for me.
0: Oh, yeah? I feel like Bob is generally a little bit like that.
1: I don't think he's ever, like, that's just mean. Like, I know he's frustrated. And I think it all compounded on the fact that he doesn't want to be there. The show's going on. It's dinner theater. All these things are adding up.
0: Mm -hmm. And now Teddy is being kind of like the last straw. Just He won't be quiet and let the show happen so that it can just be Be over over. with. (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just shut your mouth, Teddy. Mm -hmm. And... When the customer comes up to the counter at the end asking to break a five because she wants to tip the actors, oh, tipping them a dollar each. Oh, generous. <laughs> Very generous. But he calls her an idiot. He just calls her an outright idiot.
0: She deserves that.
1: <laughs> but again, what I'm getting at is it seems uncharacteristically angry for Bob. Okay. Or not angry, but mean.
0: I disagree really, with you. Yeah? I don't
1: find him a mean character as the show continues.
0: I think he gets used to people's quirks as the show continues, but he still has kind of a mean streak. And when he gets frustrated with people, he will lose his cool.
1: Can you think of any examples? Yes. um, From episodes that we've seen?
0: From the episodes that we've already seen and reviewed, I can't think of anything right off the top of my head that is this mean. He does lose his cool in other episodes, Mm -hmm. but he's not as aggressive to other people. He does not calling people idiots or anything like that, but we will see him do things like that even just later on this season. And I think he will do things in the future similar to that, but you're right. He is being quite rude.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think I would like, bob nearly as much if this was his regular personality if he was like this all the time
0: mm-hmm. well we're seeing a different bob this episode we are seeing a bob yeah. who is frustrated who is overwhelmed he a did bit. just get
1: robbed i'll give him that yeah That's oh fair. my
0: gosh of course i would be horrible to be around if i just got <laughs> robbed and the person was there and was asking me to break a five i would have yelled right at her too so i'm saying she deserved <laughs> that in my opinion
1: Jean and Tina have a little pep talk before the presentation. Tina's very worried that she's going to mess up her lines. And so Jean says, picture everyone naked. And of course, Tina being kind of perverted a little bit. We already know. Mm -hmm. She says, well, I already picture everyone naked. You don't do that? (laughs) (laughs) She seems flabbergasted. Like, isn't this a normal thing? Doesn't everybody do that?
0: I had a hard time ever doing that. Maybe that's just me. But I remember in high school, people would make jokes about picturing people naked if you ever had to go do a play or a presentation. No, that is terrible advice. I do not want to picture my teachers naked. I did not want to picture my classmates naked. Like, gross. I don't know where that
1: originated (laughs) from because it seems like a terrible idea.
0: I think the idea is that they... You should be more embarrassed than you because they're naked.
1: Right. So you have an advantage on them. Yeah. So <laughs> Jean suggests that she pictures people with clothes on and then says maybe just a condom and a hat. That seemed out of place to me. It seemed a little bit unnecessary. It's kind of gross.
0: Yeah, a little gross. I like the hat bit though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just condom and a hat.
0: And a hat, because a hat will make them dressed.
1: What did you think about Louise and her psychological fight with Tina?
0: <laughs> okay. It's not funny when you think too hard about it. It's really not. <laughs> but I laughed anyway because it's just so ridiculous. It's it's so obvious. That Louise is just putting on this huge show, but she is making Tina feel really nervous. Oh my god, so, so I nervous. felt bad. But the joke is kind of funny anyway, because she's so back and forth, you know? One second being very caring and loving, and the next second yelling at her, and it was kind of funny. Yeah. What did you think? You didn't laugh, um, or?
1: I, I think it just seemed insensitive, almost. Yeah, is, but Louise is
0: insensitive, right? right?
1: But it's like spousal abuse, right? Yes, so true. It's not really the best topic to make jokes about, but Yeah. yeah.
0: It's oh, not it's she's just, not saying you're making me crazy or anything, but yeah, I'm under it's, a lot it's, of
1: pressure right now and It's all
0: apologies for abuse, right? Yeah. It's like you do something terrible and then you apologize about it because, well, I'm sorry, I was so stressed, you know. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're doing the same thing over and over again, still screaming at your partner.
1: The next day, Bob reports the crime to two police officers while Mort reads positive reviews of the show. The robber, unmasked and unrecognizable, enters the restaurant and reveals his identity once the police officers leave. At Wagstaff Elementary, the Belcher children embellish their tale for an audience of their large, normal-sized, and tiny peers. Yeah, so this, this is the is...
0: first time we see Louise refer to her peers based on their size. Yeah. The most um the most well-known character that we actually haven't met yet, but that will be very well-known, is regular-sized Rudy. Mm-hmm. And I just... I love it because it's such a weird thing. Like, it's not... it's not focusing on this idea of, like, body shaming, like, oh, fat Albert or something like that. It's just... Oh, hey, large guy who's really tall, or a normal-sized person, or a tiny peer who's probably much younger than them. I think that's really cute, and I
1: couldn't help but notice that. Yeah, it's so weird, because, I mean, we have large Tommy, normal-sized Jenny, and tiny Peter. Mm-hmm. And we don't actually see regular-sized Rudy until season three, episode 22
0: or 20. Oh my gosh, he doesn't come in the. Episode, wow.
1: That's where okay. they go to the museum. Season three? Yeah, it's where they go to the museum and he's paired up with Louise. Oh. That's the first time I we meet I love
0: regular sized Rudy. It's going to take us forever to get there.
1: <laughs> no, no, season two only has like nine episodes. Okay,
0: that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's a small point to make, but I like that there's no jealousy in this episode from Bob. He's not frustrated when it comes to the robber and Linda because he's feeling a little bit of jealousy.
1: He's just pissed because he got robbed.
0: Exactly. But there is a lot like a flirtatious vibe to the robber and Linda's interactions. Like the robber when he's singing with her, he hugs her really close to his body and his face is really close to her, almost as as though he's going to kiss her. And then when he returns to the restaurant, just his tone of voice is very flirtatious. Oh, we and... good chemistry. Yeah, exactly. And Linda's saying, oh, we were electric together and he was leading man, handsome. And, <laughs> you know, he was like a young Burt Reynolds and all this. And there's no hint of jealousy. It, Bob is not getting upset like, wait, you think he's handsome or... Yeah. You thought he was handsome or what do you mean you guys have good chemistry? We have good chemistry. There's nothing like that. I think Bob Bob is is, not jealous. No,
1: not at all. I think he's more focused on the fact that this guy robbed us and he got away with it.
0: Yeah. And we need to deal with him right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it would be so easy to add that element to the show as well. To kind of put their marriage on the rocks or something like that. And I like that they just didn't go there.
1: Thank goodness. Because it's so cliche and it's been done a bajillion times. And their relationship, their marriage is sturdy. Yeah. They got a rock solid relationship. They're both perfect for each other. They love each other very much. We've seen that.
0: Even if they're not always perfect to each other. Like Bob is passive aggressive in this episode. No one is perfect in a relationship. You're not always going to say the right thing, do the right thing, but their intentions are clearly... They have the right intentions. They have a lot of love between them. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of the two bumbling female police officers? They were a little
1: tiresome. I mean, it's so easy to do that in a show. Incompetent authority figures... Did you think there
0: was anything to the fact that they were female?
1: The fact that they were women had no impact on the story.
0: No. No, it didn't. Except that they brought a sorry we let the robber get away bunt cake, which I actually thought was really cute. Very cute. But it is another feminine trait, right? Like, if you had two male police officers, they probably wouldn't have brought a baked good to because apologize. Because they're not as thoughtful? No, it's just something that's typically associated with women, right? What? That um, women will bake and they will cook and we don't know they're, they're homemakers.
1: Baked. We may, it might have been just purchased at the local grocery market. You're
0: mart. right. It came on a plate. It looked like it was homemade. It I'm going to guess it was, yeah. it was it was homemade.
1: It was probably homemade.
0: But it it was kind of just a a nice little touch. It wasn't this whole big joke of, "Oh my gosh, okay, they're police officer. Why are you baking stuff?" Like it wasn't there to
1: or like, can Put we get a down. competent officer? Can we get someone who knows what they're doing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. There was no, oh my goodness, can we get your boss or something? Yeah. It was just kind of a silly little joke of, oh my He's goodness. He's getting
1: away right now. He was just here. And
0: you're giving me a bunt cake? Like, <laughs> go get him.
1: Go get him.
0: And they do. They, they do, do get him. They so
1: hard. Like, yeah. they chase after him and tackle him and just pound away at him. And, oh, it's great. Which
0: is unnecessary. Of but yes. Yeah. yeah. No, they get the job done. Yeah. So I really like the sorry we let the robber get away bundt cake. Very I think thoughtful. it's the cutest thing. And then of course it made me think of, oh well, what else could you do? Like could you have like a sorry we're terrible at our jobs, casserole, or like a sorry I robbed you pie?
1: Sorry you got caught in the crossfire box of donuts.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the sorry I flirted with your wife empanadas.
1: You flirt with people's empanadas?
0: <laughs> empanadas are food.
1: I know, but you said, I'm sorry I flirted with your wife's empanadas. <laughs> is that like a, is that a euphemism? No, or that's like... not what
0: it meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyway. Linda sullenly acts out the final performance of Dreamatorium. Bob feels guilty, so he joins the show as a badly dressed robber. Linda is charmed by Bob's gesture, and the pair sing a terrible duet to a nearly empty restaurant.
1: It's a bad duet.
0: Oh, it's so bad. Doesn't matter where you're singing as long as you're singing.
1: <laughs> that was... I love that line in the episode. It's its the singing that matters, it's not the song.
0: Do you think there's a deeper meaning, Jason? Absolutely. Okay, Because it doesn't
1: matter what you're doing, as long as you're doing it together.
0: Aww, that's yeah. so see, cute. Yeah, that's what, see,
1: that's what it's all about. <laughs> so, I thought that was very sweet.
0: Yeah. I love how Linda just lights up, which is so interesting to see in a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. Like, just how they can show her being so sullen. And, of course, the voice acting lends to that perfectly. Uh, John Roberts is doing a fantastic job. But just... Even the way she's drawn, like, she's so disappointed with her play. And then as soon as Bob comes out, she just lights up. She's so ecstatic that he's putting in this effort. And that now her show gets to be a little bit more exciting. And clearly he's trying to make things work for her. Like, he cares. And he's not impeding her dream Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, he has been trying to do all episode every time... You know, a show goes badly. He's like, what? You want to do another one? And it's just complaint after complaint after complaint. And I think it was really sweet of Bob to do at the end. And it was really nice to see Linda react so brightly.
1: As soon as he comes in and she lights up, the whole show is gone for her. Mm -hmm. It's just about Bob caring about her and doing this for her. Nothing Mm -hmm. else matters. Customers don't matter. No, nope. nothing matters. She doesn't to even me. notice when they leave, really.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: So, it's really nice to see that. He saw how important it was for her to have her moment, to have her show, and he just wants her to be happy.
0: Exactly. And when you love somebody, you work hard to make them happy.
1: Yes. That's our takeaway for this episode.
0: Yes. And that's a good takeaway. All right.
1: Now on to the meat and potatoes.
0: Um, all right. So, last week we had a bunch of different burgers for our Sexy Dance Fighting episode. And we put them to a vote on Twitter, and we asked people on Facebook as well as on our website to go and vote for their favorite burger, let us know which one they really liked. And we ended up uh, getting a three-way tie on Twitter with, uh, with the Brazilian Beefcake Burger, the Swiss as a Coursing River Burger, and the 430 Burger, All three of those ended up being in a three-way tie, with Mushroom Capoeira just right behind. And when I asked people to break the tie, Mushroom Capoeira ended up winning overall. So that was our winning burger of the
1: week. Congratulations. To me. To you.
0: To me. (laughs) Are you supporting my dream, Jason?
1: Absolutely. You can can sing it.
0: Doing this podcast is him supporting my dream. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, so Jason... This week I asked you to come up with more than one burger.
1: No, I decided to come up with more because you were creaming me with your three burgers and my one.
0: Okay. So I thought to even the so playing field. So we're changing the narrative. Is that what's happening? Well, in order
1: to even the playing field, I need to come up with three fantastic burgers. Okay, so, I did. so
0: you came up with three?
1: Yes, I came up with three burgers.
0: I have six.
1: Oh my god. <laughs>
0: No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use all six because some of them are not as good as the others. But I'll pick my three favorites. So even
1: if I pick three, you're still gonna double me.
0: (laughs) I just had a lot of stupid ideas this week. Okay. Okay.
1: So I came up with the show must Asiago on. (laughs) Oh my god, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And it's served with Asiago cheese on an Asiago bun.
0: Wow. (laughs) <laughs> i was trying so hard to come up with a pun for the show must go on and i oh, could really? not think of anything so i'm really happy that you did <laughs> it, took, it took me
1: a while i was uh, brewing it in my brain for a few hours
0: <laughs> okay um i came up with the bonnie and chive burger bonnie and clyde Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah um okay. and it would be served with sour cream and chives. Okay. So I think that would be probably a pretty tasty burger, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I, I like that one.
1: Couple of criminal masterminds.
0: Exactly.
1: Alright, so the next one I came up with was the William Shakespeare burger. Oh
0: my god. It's <laughs> terrible.
1: Which has, uh...
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again with like The punniness accentuated, please.
1: The Will Yam Shakespeare burger.
0: Oh, I thought you said Will Ham Shakespeare. So I was (laughs) like, oh, is there going to be like sliced ham on it? No,
1: no, 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 (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So it's going to have sliced yams. Okay. On the the burger. Yeah. And also sweet potato fries, of course, because yams are basically just sweet potatoes.
0: And wait, Shakespeare, you said?
1: yes. so it's going to be beer battered burger. Okay. Yeah.
0: That sounds pretty good. I know. I mean, the name is dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm, but, I'm offended. Uh, it
0: sounds good. <laughs> I had the guilty as Charred burger. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, so we come with Swiss chard. Um, the sexy Swiss chard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if uh, you watch Parks and Rec, you'll get that reference. Um. Yeah. And
1: if not, then screw you.
0: Yeah, Jason, you need to watch Parks and Rec. Okay, get on that. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> What's your other burger? Okay, this one's pretty bad, oh even in God. my standards. Okay,
0: I'm excited.
1: So <laughs> it's the armed rhubarbery burger. Oh, no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: so bad.
1: It was going to be the armed rhubarbery burger. <sighs> you know what? Rhubarbery would have been better. <laughs> Let's just go with that. So it's served with rhubarb glaze. And uh, diced rhubarbs on top of the burger or in the burger.
0: You know, I've had strawberry rhubarb jam and I've had rhubarb, like, just by itself. I don't think it would be good on a burger.
1: So a lot of what people know rhubarb from is rhubarb pie. And like, because it's so tart, Mm -hmm. but baked into meat and turned into a glaze apparently is very popular. There's Hmm. a lot of recipes for it online.
0: Okay, well. So,
1: I think it would be delicious.
0: Well, color me wrong, then. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, armed rhubarb.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, you had... All right, so, repeat your three burgers, and then I'll give you my last one.
1: The show must go on. Oh, my God. The <laughs> will yam shakes beer. <laughs> and armed rhubarb.
0: Oh, terrible. I was trying for a pun with armed robbery as well. Yeah, yeah funny enough. Um, okay, now... Your last uh, one? Yeah, I know, I have six, and I kind of just want to use them all, but I can't do that. That's too many.
1: Although none of them are that great. So,
0: I mean, it's your call, Jason. Do you want me to use all of them?
1: Do the next one. We'll go from there.
0: Okay. Uh, The red herring burger. Because there is a fish called red herring. So it would be a beef patty with fried red herring on top. So fish on like, top of the burger? Yeah. Like, just some fried red herring on top of the burger. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I've heard that it's, like, kind of oily and maybe a little spicy. So you put some some good spices on there. I think it would taste probably pretty good. Maybe for some red who spices, too. someone does
1: not eat meat, I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, we know that Bob doesn't really like putting fish on burgers.
0: Yeah, well Bob can suck it because it's not his <laughs> burger. It's our burger. Um alright, I want I just want to tell you the okay, ones because they're terrible and I'm not gonna use them anyway. I had Don't Steal My Heart burger. Like, don't steal my heart <laughs> wow. And it would come with Artichoke Hearts mm-hmm. on top. Like Like those, uh, yeah, no, 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 artichoke hearts that you can get in a jar and they're like, they're mixed with like spices and oil. And if you had those on top, because I've had artichoke hearts in pasta before, I've had them in salads and they are really tasty. Mm. So I think that burger would actually taste pretty good. I had the, he's Gruyering away.
1: Oh, wow. He's getting away
0: (laughs) burger. Yeah. Okay. And it would come with Gruyere Poetic license
1: there. Yep. A little bit,
0: (laughs) but that's fine. And I had the four cheese melted burger. <laughs> what? <laughs> like melody. <laughs> but it would be four cheese melted. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's bad, it's bad, I know. Okay. Uh and it would come with Swiss provolone, cheddar, and parmesan cheese. Interesting. So a very cheesy burger. Yeah. What Which you- the title is yeah. super cheesy, so it works.
1: <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so. so
0: I'm gonna go with I think for the three that can actually be considered would be the Bonnie and Chive, the Guilty as and Don't Steal My Heart a Choke. I'm going with those three. All right, um, put them on the table. Jason, what do you think? Do you... I
1: like your Guilty as Okay. And I like the Bonnie and Chive because, no, because.
0: Just cause. Just cause. Just cause. Just cause. Sure. <laughs> Alright, and... Your titles are ridiculous, but I do like your The Show Must Asiago on. hmm <laughs> So, I don't know. I, uh, you don't okay. like my so, William Shakespeare? Guilty. Okay, Jason, how about... Yeah, that one sounds good, but the name is really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> the name is so dumb. Okay, what do you think? Pick your favorite of yours... And, my, and I'll pick my favorite of mine, and we can, like, rock,
1: paper, scissor this out. Alright. Yeah. You don't like my armed rhubarb? <laughs> oh my god, it's Okay, terrible. okay, fine, fine, fine,
0: fine. It's so bad! Okay, I okay, mean, okay, I okay, like okay, it, okay, okay. but it's so bad. Okay.
1: So the show must ask you, I'll go on.
0: You're choosing that one? Okay. okay,
1: and I'm choosing Guilty as Charred. Listeners, you can, of course... Voice your own opinion. Let us know if you think we chose the wrong burgers.
0: Yeah, if you're dying for a he's Gruyering away or an armed rhubarbery burger, <laughs> then let us know. Seriously. And please, if you have burger names that you came up with on your own, R- let us know because we love burger names. Like stupid punny burger names are half of the reason we do this show.
1: Yep. So Pretty much. Yeah. That's the title of the show, guys.
0: Okay, Jason. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors. I'm sorry, listeners, that this is a not a visual medium.
1: <laughs> it's really not.
0: But whatever. Oh, 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 okay. We'll do it this way. Yeah. Can you hear? Okay. We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. Or we're about to, right? Are we going anyway. on three or okay. on
1: go? And it's... Or on <laughs> after?
0: We'll go on three, I guess. One, two, three. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Dang it! We got the same one! <laughs> we both okay. went rock. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> yes, what did you do? <laughs> we both went paper. <laughs> we both went paper, one it is. Okay. One, two, three. Oh, oh! I went scissors
1: and she went rock.
0: So, the winner of this week gets is to the... be chosen
1: by Vivian. What does she choose?
0: Uh-uh, it's my burger that wins. Uh, that's what we're doing. The guilty-as-charred burger okay. is the winner. Okay. Okay, all right. Listeners, let us know if you were super disappointed that Jason didn't win. You know, if you're like, hashtag Team Jason forever and ever. <laughs> hashtag he's the best. Hashtag Vivian, you suck. Hashtag I don't know. Hashtag
1: William Shakespeare. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, you're like way too proud of that one. <laughs> I really am. Uh, let us know. We love hearing your comments. Uh, Thank you so much to those people who have been live tweeting our uh, podcast and who have just been leaving comments. And thank you so much to Rachel who sent us a great Linda sticker. I posted a picture on our Twitter a little while ago. So if you haven't seen it, go look back. Find it.
1: Yep. It's on our laptop right now.
0: Mm -hmm. And that brings us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. If you like our show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes. It helps others find the show. And if you have any comments or a punny burger name that you want to share, please share them. You can find us on Twitter at Multiverse Radio or Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And you can also visit our website, multiverseradio.ca. We'll see you next week for our review of episode six, Sheesh Cab Bob. Which I only realized a little while ago is obviously shish kebab. <laughs> I felt stupid. I never actually said
1: it out loud. So, reading it every time, I just
0: didn't think about what
1: it was. Pretty sure we meet Marshmallow next episode.
0: Oh my gosh, we meet Marshmallow. I love her.
1: So, join us next week while we talk about Marshmallow. Yeah. And only Marshmallow.
0: Nothing. It'll be the Marshmallow podcast.
1: All right, see you guys <laughs> later. Bye.
0: Oh, I guess we had three. I can't say a couple then. Go back. No, that's... Go back. That's fine. I'm doing it again. <laughs> no, Jason, do it again! <laughs> and we had the last of the mo, himaka.
1: Hikama. Hikama? No.
0: Is that how you say it? Yeah. I looked it oh.
1: up. Okay. I did my research. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I did too, Jason. You can see it right there. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so the last of the mo- hikama. It comes with Mohikama. Or Hikama? <laughs> I can do this right. Oh no! <laughs> okay.
1: I think he's more focused on the fact that it was a robber. Linda's not. There's no. Did you just
0: say it was a robber. It was a robber. <laughs> oh, okay. Did I say I robber? Said...
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you did. No way.